Hello and welcome to Tracks. I'm Tim. And I'm Harry. And this is episode number 72. We're back. I know we were back last week and we never really went away, but it does feel like we're back. Uh, we've been reunited. Back in each other's arms. We had a lovely long hug when we first met <laughs> up today. And call it a cuddle. I'm still feeling the warmth from it now. Uh, what have we got coming up? We are going on tour, in a way. We're not really. But we're looking at bands and artists that are going on tour. Exactly. Festival season's over. People are out on the road playing gigs all over the country and world. And we're going to tell you where to head over the next couple of months. And we've got all the normal stuff too, you know, the musical highlights, all the... Everything. All the everything. All the everything. I mean, everything, everything. If you had to describe what this episode has, you'd just say everything. It's got everything. And really... I don't want to hold you up from receiving everything, listeners, for much longer. Where are we going to see them? We're going to see them on the flip side of nothing, which is everything. And I've already said it. (laughs) Flip side. (laughs) See you there. Shall we begin? Let's begin now. You alright, mate? Hello there, Tim. How's it going? It's going very well, thank you. How are you? I'm really, really good. Delighted to be back. I know this isn't necessarily our comeback episode, because we did put one out last week, but that was a pre-record. Yeah. This is, we think, the first time we've seen each other in like three or four weeks. Four weeks, Tim. Unbelievable. I don't know how I've coped. No. Have you coped? Um, it's been, it's been tricky, Tim. Yeah. I, I think the first thing I said to you is, how the hell have we managed to put out episodes and not be, like, stressing? I know, because we pre-recorded. We really planned a nice little break. Yeah. Which I must say was a real success, I feel. It was. Three. We put out three good ones, in our opinion, um, and some people that have talked to us and said they liked them. Yeah, well, um, yours has got bloody 100% popularity on <laughs> iTunes, your summer mix. <laughs> It's, Mine's got zero, apparently. That's all just facts and figures. It's not... Don't listen to I it. I really it's hate fine. your faux modesty about this. It's not faux modesty. I, I know, but I've seen the numbers, that it is just a... Uh, what's the word? I don't know. The what numbers aren't very clear. They're deceiving. Deceiving, yes. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Uh, so don't don't listen to them. Too. But if roles were reversed, I would be rubbing it in <laughs> I your know face. I know you would be. <laughs> like, you've done it very quickly which I guess moves on to the first thing um, Sampha won the Mercury Awards and you will text me straight away just like I said he would win and I was like yeah you didn't you like I said that he would win the Mercury it's like yes Tim alright we get it I think I said call me Mystic Meg yeah something like that I was yeah I was no I was I was going to say I was, I was being faux modest but I wasn't I was just no you weren't at all <laughs> modesty you don't know what modesty is hey now Absolutely do. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's something that happened before like, we get into where the hell you've been. Yeah. We might as well talk about it. Mercury Prize. Yep. That happened this week and it was very enjoyable. It was really good, yeah. Uh, everyone except Ed Sheeran played, so already a result. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed it. It was like, um, it was funny. I don't know if I've ever got quite so excited to watch it before. Like I really, like I got in some snacks like, cleared my calendar, like, settled in. It felt like a cup final or something. I was, like, properly into it. Yeah, I've never watched one um, where I cared so much about... Yeah. Maybe the the one with the Maccabees. Um, I did watch that one. 
yeah. I was quite hopeful for that. But yeah, since then, this is one that I've kind of knuckled down and just kind of, I was just really interested to see who it was going to be, to be honest, because we, yeah. we, we had our ideas and we thought we knew who was closest, but it was kind of between quite a few artists, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it felt like a really open competition and like, I, yeah. I was kind of full of suspense the whole time until Lauren Verne decided to ruin it for yeah. everyone. Absolutely annoying, in my humble opinion, saying... <laughs> I also didn't like it, yeah. The winner is from South London, and they've got... It's their debut album. And I was, like, trying to... I was doing, like, mental working out. like, who is from South London? Yeah. I mean, who is it? The camera straight away went to Stormzy. Yeah. So I'm thinking that that was kind of why they did it. because they were yeah. try- But I think the whole thing is that... It was kind of on the cards that maybe Stormzy would win, and it was kind of they. I think he had kind of the most hype yeah. uh, behind him. I think, and I think that's yeah. kind of why they did it. It's just they knew that it wasn't going to be Stormzy. Yeah, I think you know, obviously with the obvious exception of Ed Sheeran because he's kind of an international superstar. I think uh, Stormzy was kind of the highest profile name on the list, and like yeah. I say, especially after Skepta last year winning it, which. I'm gonna. I think he stole the show. It was. It was quite it was funny. Really like on a night that we had a number of kind of rap, hip hop artists, see him come back and put in that performance. I just thought, like, wow, that's how it's done. Yeah, that was proper. Stole the show. Yeah, totally. Which was a bit unfair, really, considering he wasn't <laughs> even on the list. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it turns out, Skeptors won it again. <laughs> <laughs> Still Kanichiwa. Yeah. Or just for that song. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's Great really night, and I was delighted, I must Me say. Too. Sam, for taking the prize, I was really happy for him. He looked genuinely surprised, I thought. Pops match, yeah. Yeah, which, that was very modesty. He must have known he was in the running, like, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he would have known he was, like, one of the favourites. Yeah. But I think, even if you think you're, or know you're a favourite, there's nothing like being told, no, you yeah. won. Yeah. Um, and no. he didn't have anything written. Um, thanked his parents and that was very sweet and yeah you know lovely times lovely yeah. times all around very happy to him to have got it and you know you may have said he would win and that was good for you Tim I'm not going to be faux modest <laughs> but since what February this year I have said or January I've said or March sorry yeah. <laughs> I've said that he is up there for one of the best albums of the year yeah and so far, he still is, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. We've ch- championed him on the show, for sure. So we basically won it for Yeah, him, we won. Right? I mean, we, <laughs> we did edge our bets in that we championed every single person on the shortlist, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's no way we were coming out of it losers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even, like, somebody we didn't know, like, J-House would have been... We talked about them in the episode <laughs> before. <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, yeah. A good night all round. Yeah. Um, anything else to update us on? Because it, it has been a, a bit of a gap. It's been a large gap. Um, okay, one thing let's talk about briefly. A little bit of transparency here. Ooh. We really liked doing those mixes, didn't we? We did, yeah. So are we thinking, let's try and maybe make those a daily thing? <laughs> yeah, every single day. <laughs> well... We don't know, obviously, when how many times we we I'm, might do them. I mean, but... let's let's float it because I like the idea yeah. of doing one on the last Friday of each month yeah. and taking a turns to do it. Okay, how would you feel about that? 
Yeah. I mean, that's good for me. I don't know if I want to wait a whole month, though. Well, you can have this one. You no, haven't got to wait long. You have to wait a whole month to do yours. Oh. Or two months, isn't it? You have to wait two months to do another one, yeah. Yeah. So we could we could collate the lists together, maybe, and then we one of us that. present, or... Do you know what? I'm going to say this is a conversation for off mic. <laughs> 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 the point is, listeners, we could go on for the next hour and get some notes. Because we will do that. That is exactly what we do, because we deliberate over everything for such a long time. Yeah. An unnecessarily long time. I think the reason I brought it up, though, is just because I thought it's had some good reception. And yeah, I yeah. want people to know that that is yeah. something we We really love on. doing it. And uh, yeah, as you say, I absolutely, absolutely want to do more. So, listeners, you will have those coming up um i yeah i think it was a, a nice nice thing to do yeah i mean hats off to me for coming up with the idea yeah I'm joking no joking. well done you you <laughs> fucking dick um yeah um anything that's happened with you in the last yeah week? well oh uh, festival yeah i've been festivaling and off all over the place i i had my break and obviously like i said we have done an episode since the break so it all seems a bit weird but i went to end of the road I should shout out End of the Road Festival because I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Like, a much smaller festival than I'm used to. Um, but, like, really nice. Such a joy to be, like, when you're at the tent, you're literally five minutes walk away from pretty much every stage. So what's the difference between that and, like, is it a drink everywhere you want? Or is it an arena? Or is it... There's an arena, but you drink, take your drinks wherever you want. There's oh, like, really? there's So you've got your campsite and then you like go through gates where they check your wristband to sort of let you into the arena but you take whatever you want wherever you want oh that's good um, yeah because i thought Glastonbury was like one of the only things people yeah because i think i thought that was its big selling point yeah because like reading just... never used to like we used to have to put like bags of wine down our trousers and stuff to yeah, get the them whole, into like, um pringle can yeah putting things in there yeah exactly like it's carving not, out yeah. like cylinders in loads of bread <laughs> like, I'm just bringing my loaf of bread through <laughs> I think because it's like um, and I don't mean this is a negative thing but it might sound like I, it's quite an adult festival I would say in that there's like end a, of the road yeah, yeah like quite grown up there's like uh, a lot of families come and like the there's like a comedy area which is all very like nice there's lots of nice things and like the kind of nice things that might get ruined at a reading or something like that but like everyone was just nice and there was like it was all very pretty and um yeah, yeah. like a load of kids there like I think under twelves go free, something like that. So a lot of people bring their kids, it's like a family event. Like it felt a bit more kind of yeah, grown up than just the going mad in a field which So what obviously... about at three AM in the morning? Is it all still three AM in the morning? <laughs> three AM Well, there's a silent disco which uh for reasons that I'm not gonna get into on the podcast, I never got to go to and I'm still seething a little bit because like, I love a silent disco. Yeah, and we know. Yeah, I, I, I live for that shit. And like, <laughs> and like, and they, 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 look how excited I'm getting. I can't even get my words out just at the thought of a silent disco. But like, I love them. And you only really go to them at festivals. Yeah. And it got to the Sunday night and no one wanted to go. And I was like, oh, I could go on my own. But so, is... Sorry, tell me why it's a very festival thing. Whereas... Um, if there was a silent disco place in Brighton, I it, would go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like it wouldn't be popular. <laughs> no, it probably wouldn't. Why not? Is it because it, it still seems seems a bit tacky? 
like the whole lighting up like headphones everyone yeah maybe because it's still really good like especially if you wanted to talk to somebody as well you take your headphones off there's there's that's a, a great thing there's nothing that isn't brilliant about it i think every bar should be a silent bar yeah. one silent of my disco. least favorite things is going to a place like that and having to shout in people's ears especially when you, if you meet yeah. somebody new or something like bad breathing in their face because yeah. like it's too or, loud yeah or when there's like a song you're somewhere in a song you really love plays but everyone's just sort of shouting to each other and you can't really hear the song because everyone's just yelling over the top of it and also I having disco, the choice of being able to stick to it like an indie thing and everyone's yeah, listening to their exactly. shit chart yeah, music you, and you can yeah, you go listen to whatever it is you want but I'm gonna stand here and sing the Smiths at the top of my voice Yeah, and I, oh, I just I think it's brilliant I mean it <laughs> sounds like if we could do that that would be great but it would probably cost a bit yeah the headphones. The headphones. The headphones. <laughs> They're quite expensive <laughs> kit, I imagine. Yeah, especially getting like 200 of them. Yeah. And obviously, like, you have to have a number of DJs as well. That's the downside. Yeah. Still, something to think about. No. Oh, yeah. Should we be, be transparent again and <laughs> <laughs> have another idea <laughs> session? Venues. So what next Tuesday. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I didn't get to go to that, but that stuff does happen late at night and it does kind of. I think it kind of spans the two worlds really well in that, like, if you want to go and dance and, like, be a bit more wild, Mm -hmm. there's spaces to do that. But then, like, there's kind of nicer little activities and stuff. Um, Like, we played, like, we played music bingo, which was really good. Things like that, which are, like, a bit more... Is that people playing music and... Uh, So it was this Irish guy who, his his thing is basically, he does, um, he does... Like he he did a a silent disco set called uh, Dead Good DJ or something like that, yeah. where he only plays music by people who are dead. Um, and he yeah, this music bingo thing. So he like plays a bit of a song, and if you've got the artist, you dob it down mm. until someone gets a line or a full house, um, which was really fun. And he like does loads of like little comedy bits in between it. Um, so there's like nice like activity time for things like that as well. He must um, have been the only guy celebrating Bowie's yeah. death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And speaking of Bowie, we went to see Adam Buxton do Bug, uh, his oh. Bowie special. We saw that nice. there on the comedy stage. So like all these kind of really nice little things. Um, yeah, really, really, really good. Oh, is that why Buxton was there then? Yeah, he was doing. He did a live podcast with Matt DeMarco. Did he? But we didn't see that. Was that his podcast? Yeah. Um, is that going out? It's not out yet, but With I imagine. Demarco, yeah. people, he decided to. Well, because he was at, he was out into the road. Wasn't yeah, he? yeah, loads of others were. Yeah, um, it's cool. Yeah, which was a, I think everyone. It clashed with I can't remember who it was. It might have been like Slow Dive. No, Slow Dive. Yeah, sounds like on. something you would love to go and see. It cla- Even if you don't like Mac. Yeah, but... yeah. It clashed with something really good, so we didn't go. And then when we saw that it was Mac, everyone was quite disappointed that we weren't there. Um, oh, did you not know who it was before? No, it just said a live podcast recording, which obviously I I quite wanted to go to anyway. But I yeah. thought, right, we're going to go to Bug tomorrow, so I'm not going to go to the podcast. But yeah, when it turned out to be Matt, apparently it was really, really good as well, really funny. Um, Interesting. There's always that. I think every time you go to a festival, there's there's usually something that you'll regret in terms of not going to see something or. Oh, many regrets. I mean, yeah. losing my glasses, <laughs> losing my phone, no losing your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> came back a shell of a man <laughs> but fortunately I'm going to shout her out because my lovely mum I went to stay with her afterwards and she put me back together so 
I'm going to share right now because I really, really should. I went straight to my mum's afterwards, my lovely, lovely mum, and she put me back together. She took good care of me and I had a great little, like, relaxing break there after the kind of carnage of a festival. Um, So, yeah, shout out, mum. Cheers, Frankie. Frankie. Is that what we're calling her now? I'm going to go with Frankie. Yeah, Frankie. Frankie Mumsy. Um, <laughs> yeah. name Francesca, right? Yeah, her name is yeah, Francesca, okay, yeah. Good. Just like, if her name is Laura or something, then that would make yeah, no just sense. just bring it out of nowhere. <laughs> George. <laughs> nice one. Cheers, Dave! <laughs> Speaking of Dave, where is he? <laughs> but anyway, that's an inside joke, listeners, and I'm not going to let you in on it. Um, but really, that is quite a long little catch-up session, so I'm going to shuffle us along to the formalities of this podcast starting with musical highlights of the week do you have one i do um right so i would say in the last kind of couple of months really it's come to um new music friday and i just haven't really had anything catch my eye or ear for quite a while Mm. not that i can remember anyway (laughs) that i might be wrong there but I mean I feel like there's been some amazing amazing stuff coming out recently but yeah but I mean since um, Tyler's album yeah. I, nothing's really been like has come out and I've been like oh I can't wait to listen to that yeah um, but recently we've had an album by somebody that you're going to mention later so I'm just going to leave it <laughs> and an album that I'm going to talk about later but I'm going to leave that um, but also with this we had A Moment Apart by Odessa I think that's how you spell the name. It's a O D E S Z A. Odessa. Oh, Odessa. See, I don't know who this is, and like that to me is the name of like a DJ. That's like Tiesto or someone. Like really? if I saw that on, like you say, the New Music Friday playlist, I think I might not even click on it because I would be expecting, like, yeah, some okay. weird European trance music. Um. Well, it's. I mean, it's not massively far from that kind of thing so if you're unfamiliar with the band think um sound can't they blend with mount kimby bonobo um people uh that kind of feeling it's it's like a electronic-y chilled melodic it, niceness it's kind of going back to uh, those summer mixes it's that bit in the middle that I couldn't really work out a name for isn't it like sort of dancey indie yeah some kind of weird hybrid of the two yeah and I think funnily enough I might have had an Odessa track in my bit of that maybe you did so I mean if you will hurry up and put your playlist on Spotify then oh yeah I, was, <laughs> I forgot about that I made it sure I made sure to say in the podcast that it is on Spotify but uh it isn't. Um, it will be. <laughs> By the time you listen to this, it'll be up there. So, new album. I think it's their third album, which is funny. We, we always talk about kind of album covers and stuff on this. Um, I guess I could show you these. So, Summer's Gone is kind of a horizon, sun kind of coming up. Um, then you have In Return, which is quite similar. Orangey. Uh, dark blue sky looks more like a sun going down kind of thing mm-hmm. and then you have the new one a moment apart which is kind of dusk and there's an orange line going through it's all 
quite similar imagery. I'll just show you quickly. Get a, get a little look at those. And they okay. have this kind of symbol as Odessa's kind of logo, which yeah, is like again. a geometric shape. Again, uh, yeah, yeah, and this is what I mean. It, it kind of does go with what you were saying. Yeah, see, this, to me, it all looks very Ibiza, very sun-soaked, mm. kind of. Um, it seems more, because Bonobo has quite similar themes, but it's more kind of relaxed, whereas this seems a bit more party-ish. Yeah. Which you kind of get with this album. Um but the reason why it's my highlight is because of the surprises in there. And they're, you know, they're surprises for me anyway. So we have um, one surprise for me was Leon Bridges was on there. He lends his voice to a song uh, across the room. Um, Fantastic voice. And actually, yeah, that's one that I would be really interested to listen to because obviously we all sort of know him from quite throwback uh, sort of Motowny type. Yeah, stuff. Exactly. So I'd like to hear him on something. Stuff else. that sounds like it could have been recorded a while ago. Yeah. Whereas this, obviously, you wouldn't think that. And then there's, so I was just I was at work and I had the album on loud and I was just kind of playing it in the background while I was going and working. Um, and then a voice came on, and I thought, I know this voice. Who the hell is it? I'm trying to think of people that would maybe lend their voice to this kind of music. Yeah just couldn't think of who it was and then there's a little kind of if you know this person certain parts of their songs or their their vocal you know it, it screams their name so i'm going to play it and if you can guess who it is me yes. or listeners listeners and yeah okay okay so this is just a memory featuring somebody So that was Odessa with Just a Memory by, with, <laughs> with uh, a vocalist. And well, let's give five seconds for our listeners to say who they think it is. And then we'll hear what you think. So, okay. five, four, three, two, one. Who was it? Regina Spector. It was Regina Spector. Regina Spector it was. <laughs> so it took me a little bit to kind of hear who this was just because I think I know I knew the artist and I just didn't know if they were going to work with them um, but it is Regina Spector and you can hear it especially in the chorus there's that just little vocal quip she does um, I, incidentally I was with my friend at the time who I work with Sarah shout out um, she just couldn't put her finger on it. I think it was the same thing, just kind yeah. of not being able to relate the singer to the artist. Yeah. It's um, like when you... Absolutely wanted to slap herself in the face when I told her who it was. It's like when you're, like, in a bar or something and you see someone you recognise and you're like, they're, they're famous, they must be famous, and then you realise yeah. it's someone who works in Tesco's <laughs> yeah. because you're seeing them so out of context that it's just really confusing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like hearing Regina Spector there, just like, what? I don't know. 
Absolutely. Um, yeah, it was. It's a really nice song. The album is really nice. It's one of one of them ones you just. If you're new to, I think if you if you don't know them, definitely just go and stick the album on while you're like doing something, and it will just kind of. You know, some things you'll pick up on, and it, it's enough interest. It will give enough interest that you'll go and want to listen to it and give all your attention to it. So just let it sink in for a bit. But yeah, that was a new album out. Um, and that was my highlight of the week. So, Tim, what was yours? So my highlight, as we sit here recording, came out yesterday. Ooh. And it's probably, I would say, the most fun album I've listened to in a really, really long time. And I mean fun in a very genuine way. Like I, I just enjoyed listening to it yeah but like as in like it was just so entertaining like yeah I'll get on to why in a second the artist is Rostan Butmanglish as we've just learned how to say his surname <laughs> I think I did a good job there listeners Butmanglish yeah um, basically just Rostam is what he goes by that's what you have to search for on Spotify if you want to find it he is formerly of Vampire Weekend and he's just brought out his first solo album called Half Light uh, and it's it's kind of like a Vampire Weekend record in some ways, in that there's just so much experimentation and so many different kind of things going on all the time, and it it feels just completely new and completely fresh, and it's like coming out of this kind of... Obviously, there's a lot of like Afrobeat stuff in, which is uh, you know one of the base elements of all Vampire Weekend stuff, and I think really everything he's worked on as a solo artist too, but just it's just playful, and like this kind of exploration, you just feel like he's enjoying himself putting all these different sounds together and kind of seeing what works and some there's some songs where like at first you feel like oh i'm i'm not quite sure what's going on here and then it all kind of all come together like this crazy brilliant sort of painting it's like i find it a really difficult album to describe is basically what i'm trying to say but it completely completely engaged me from the first moment i started listening to it um he's funnily enough Obviously, not as the vocalist from Vampire Weekend. I absolutely love his vocal delivery on this. It's all very <clears throat> simple, very nuanced, and a lot of the time, I'm fairly sure there's two. Uh, he's recorded himself singing a lot of songs twice. Two takes. So he's got him singing in a really, really deep voice and a really, really high voice at the same time. Mm. You can kind of hear it. some songs. You can hear it more than others, um, but like. All these just kind of different weird techniques, and he, um, he just there's so many different instruments, so many different sounds, so many different vibes, and it kind of jumps from track to track. Often, obviously, you know, you kind of have an arc of a lot of albums where it'll get into the, like the up tempo bit, and then the you know the chilled out bit, and whatever. Whereas this, you know, you'll jump in like completely different scenes, completely different songs, completely different artists. It sometimes sounds like it's just a kind of crazy collection of just amazing music and I'm totally blown away by it but also I think because it's only been a day I've listened to it I think maybe five or six times in the last 24 hours but like I'm kind of a bit lost for words in a way because it just feels mad I think the I suppose in terms of artists that I could potentially relate to other than Vampire Weekend I think Animal Collective purely in the fact that they they're as playful as he is with his music um and a bit like Animal Collective, like I, 
I don't always love everything they do. I was going to say, are they like them in the way that some of their songs, on upon first listen, can be like, wow, what the hell? Like a little bit. I don't get it. A little bit. And actually, the song I'm going to play, which maybe we'll do now, yeah, uh, is quite like that. And it does remind me of an Animal Collective song. Uh, it's called Never Gonna Catch Me. And yeah, let's have a little listen and then come back from it. I think. So that was Never Going to Catch Me by Rostam. That was your first listen, I think, to to any of his stuff. I know um, you know you know Bike Dream, first, yeah. um, which was obviously again on the summer mix. Um, but first album, so, sorry, first listen to any of the rest of the album. Thoughts? Thoughts. Uh, nice use of percussion. Um, very, you know. I guess it was difficult because you told me kind of your thoughts on who they might sound like. And straight away, it's just like, tip those boxes. It had the kind of... Like the thing about Animal Collective is it's very percussive. Yeah. And he kind of ticks that box. And then the vo- even the vocal and... Well, yeah, just the vocal is very reminiscent of Vampire Weekend and then that very playful kind of bridge. Yeah. I believe it was a bridge. I yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't get quite get to the chorus. Um, <clears throat> I really like it. It sounds like something that I would enjoy. Um, Rostam was the guitarist, wasn't he, for Vampire Weekend? Predominantly. I think it... No, I think he was on, like, keyboards and stuff. Was he? I thought I he think... was the guy with the big... Like, he had a big Gibson. No, you're thinking of Chris Bio. No, I'm Bio. not. Bio's a tall guy. Yeah, tall ginger guy. No, I'm, no, Rostam no, definitely I, was the... I mean, I've seen Vampire Weekend, like, four guy. times, and I can't really remember what yeah. Rostam played. He, but... he had a big, like, Epiphone or something. As music fans, you kind of fall into the trap of thinking that the lead singer, because they're kind of the front man, they're also kind of the driving force behind the sound or like whatever it is. The lyricist, and yeah. The bass player just plays the bass and, notes. Yeah. And, and I'm not, yeah. And I'm not for a second saying that the others, you know, weren't also incredibly influential in what Vampire Weekend did. But I think what you're seeing is that actually Rostam was a big, big part of the Vampire Weekend sound and what they, what they've made so far. The you know three incredible albums. So. Mm. A really exciting Very artist. Group. Yeah, unbelievably so. Uh, yeah, a really talented artist and just like a beautifully colourful, fun album with just so much to dig into. I cannot uh, recommend it highly enough. Listeners, Lovely. go listen to it. So that brings to a close our musical highlights of the week. And you have to start again. So, listeners, as we mentioned earlier a little bit, festivals have been happening, and they won't be for much longer in this country. Festival season is very much coming to a close. I think there's, a, like, a couple left, like... Yeah, there's a few dotted around. You get, I think there's, that, like, that uh, Manchester Underground one. Yeah, and number, whatever the number six or whatever it is that's in uh, festival Port Mirian in si- Wales. Festival six or something. Which looks really cool. I would love to go to that one time. Yeah. Um... So I think there's like a couple left, but essentially, festival season is over here in the UK. Did you have a nice festival season? 
It was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed mine too. I mean, yeah, it was good. I, I had a lovely old time. Yeah. Um, but what that means is that touring season is very much upon us. Bands, all of them, all of the bands <laughs> and musicians <laughs> are heading out on the road. This is kind of peak uh, ticket buying time. I'm kind of trying to uh, balance my want and wish to see virtually everyone uh, with the fact that I don't have enough money to do that. Um, mm-hmm. But there's so many tickets on sale right now that I'm spoilt for choice. And today we're going to run through some of the bands that are heading out on the road, who you can catch over the next couple of months and who you really should be catching. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? That is fair to say and right to say and good to say. Do you have anything to add to tee up listeners what you're going to get for the next 30 to 45 minutes? I mean, no. <laughs> well, I've done a good job then. <laughs> uh, so let's just get into it. Three picks each. Yeah. You know the drill. We do indeed. Um, so I'll go first. Um, so there's actually a bit of a link between pretty much all my artists in terms of musicality and even like labels they're with, maybe. But number one that I'm going with is a band called Washed Out. And they are a band that I've talked about very briefly recently and they've missed my kind of highlight of the week a few times mm. i believe that i remember anyway it's funny um, because they're a band you mention quite a lot like yeah. off mic when we're just chatting like you are a big fan yeah but never quite made the cut especially just since this new album the album is mr mellow and yeah i've been a big fan of this one um so much so that it's like it's well to me it's really taken like a a back seat, like nobody's talking about it at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. Uh, the second act that you've talked about today, and the second act that I don't really know anything about. The name to me sounds like uh, they'll sound a bit like Swim Deep and a bit like kind of Jaws. Well, a little bit more psyche, a little bit more electro fusion. I don't know. Um, <laughs> You know the song Feel It All Around. Have you seen Portlandia? No. Oh, well, it's the theme tune to that. You know I dun, haven't seen dun, things. Dun, 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 it's that one. Um, Stop making me reference things that I don't know. Sorry. Let's just talk about The Simpsons. That's it. We <laughs> stick on safe ground. Okay, Mr. Yellow then. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this song, this album, sorry, came out just last month. And it's really good. So they're playing in America at the moment I think until well, Miami Mexico uh, Sherwood Forest Sherwood Forest wow, who do they Forest. think they are Robin Hood <laughs> was that said properly <laughs> who do they think they are Robin Hood no not really I didn't get the inflection right did I <laughs> Try it again. I mean, if we can, I would punctuate it. I'd say, who do they think they are? Robin Hood? Exactly, that's what you want. <laughs> who do they think they are, Robin Hood? <laughs> so this album, Mr. Mellow, is... Um... I really like the idea of, like, an actor just, like, completely ignoring the punctuation of a script. <laughs> yeah. So just getting every line completely wrong. Well, you should see... Uh, what's it called? There's a film coming out, the, the very infamous film, uh, The Room, which right. is really, really, like considered one of the worst movies ever okay I, I can't remember what it's called the something artist and it's uh, what's his face who is Seth Rogen's like best mate I don't know him and his brother 
People oh, will be um, Franco. James yes, James Franco. Franco. He plays him, and that is exactly what he is. He's oh, an okay. actor who is so bad that he just says, <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. It's amazing. Um, I'll show you the trailer for that. But anyway, uh, Washed Out then come to uh, Europe, playing in Lisbon, Istanbul, Brussels, Berlin, Amsterdam, blah, blah, blah. Winterthur. Another place that sounds a bit... Um, mm. Who do they think they are, Winterthur? <laughs> Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, and then, this is the best bit. So they're coming to London in December 07. Playing <laughs> 07. December well, they're the 7th. They're going back in time. And they're playing at Heaven. So but, are they just playing he- in Heaven? No, it's a place, obviously. It's a venue. But and it's on the 7th as well. 7 Heaven. Is that done on purpose? It must be. Maybe that's a, <laughs> maybe that's a thing. A no. festival or something. No, I think Heaven's just a place. I've never been there, but... Yeah, but it's on the seventh. We're speculating. <laughs> I mean, everywhere in the world, it will be the seventh that day. So. It's not. Seven sticky mics. That's a thing. Um, the album's amazing. Like I did play them a little bit in the psych part, which is the first kind of five songs I played in my summer mix. God, we love these summer mixes, don't we? We will yeah. not shut up about them. I played Burnout Blues, which I won't play this time, but it's such a good song. I mean, this album is one that you'll... I would love to hear live. They've got some great songs from previous albums that would be great live as well. And it would just be quite chilled, I think. Um, really nice, you know, non-ironically washed-out vocals. Um, we. And um, yeah, I'll just play a song from the album. I'm going to play Floating By. And uh, tell me what you think, or what you might relate it to. Floating by by Washed Out on the album Mr. Mellow. Uh, what can you say about that? What do you think? I really liked it. Like, I didn't really know what to expect. Uh, it started off like quite jazzy. I don't know what yeah. bit of the song we will have played in this excerpt. So obviously, listeners go and listen to the full thing because like it went like a few different places. Like yeah, well the really... album does. It really does. It's there's rap in there. It goes to really kind of chilled vibes. Yeah, it's a kind of stuff a bit similar to uh, Avalanches. Um, there's all kinds of stuff. Sounds in great. There. It really is like, yeah, just sonically, just from that little so bit. So fun to listen to. Yeah, from that little bit, I'm really intrigued and really excited to go and listen to them. Obviously, yeah. big like the bit that the, the song that we heard had big uh, Tame Impala vibes. Yeah, um, but loads of other stuff going on too. Yeah. Into it. Into it. Do you want to come Good. see them in heaven with me? I want to go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> heaven and never come back. For it is famously a half pipe. <laughs> Nice. Nice. Um, <laughs> right, so mine done. My first one. <laughs> I'm done. I'm off. <laughs> Do you See wanna... you later, mate. <laughs> Do you want to carry on? No. Please do. Okay, well. Um, so, 
First up, I'm going to go with a band that we saw at Glastonbury, but I didn't really know. And I, I think we talked about them on the post-Glastonbury episodes too. Uh, they're called Black <coughs> Honey. And yeah. I remember seeing them then and just thinking, like, oh, this is like a... When, when you're into the kind of music that I'm into, there's just such a joy in seeing just like a really good band, like a really tight, nice quite noisy band with like a good vocalist and like sometimes it doesn't need to be complicated or like you know all the things I talked about Rostam's album early with all these different layers to kind of go and explore I just like a bass and a guitar and some drums and a good singer and like that kind of just does it for me and I thought they were that at the time the band is Black Honey have I said that? Yes I have said that <laughs> Black Honey yeah um and I remember thinking that then, and I've come back and I've listened to them a lot more. And, yeah, they, they're just everything I would want from, like, a, a small to medium-sized gig. They're going to be noisy, they're going to be fun, they're going to get me dancing to the kind of music that I like. And uh, the singer, Izzy Baxter, I'm really, really into her vocals. Like, you're smirking at me there. Nothing. Why are you smirking, Harry? No reason. Just carry on. You're a terrible man. Um, <laughs> you're putting me off. Basically, the song I'm going to play, it sounds weird, but, like, the delivery, it it sounds to me like she's got a blocked nose, and I love it. I really love... There's something kind of pure about it, and I think that... I mean, her singing style is sort of a little bit like that anyway, but... There's just like a charm to it and it's almost like I imagine in my head that they're kind of this tiny little band who had just booked some recording space and it came to the day and it turned out she had a cold and there was nothing they could do but go in and record it. And I'd love that and I'm sure that's not what happened. I'm sure that's just how they wanted it to sound. But it's really catchy, really fun, good indie music. And, you know, for me, that is just a big old box tick. So I'm going to play it. It's called Kareen. Black Honey with Kareen, a song I absolutely love. And they're heading out on tour uh, with Royal Blood for a while, which, that'll be a great show. Yeah, Royal Blood are really, really fun live. Like, anyone who hasn't seen them live, definitely check them out. But also, they're doing a load of shows on their own. They're going around Europe for a bit, Paris, Hamburg, The Hague, apparently, which, I don't know if they've done some war crimes, I don't really know what's going on there. But, like, Barcelona... Then going back to Manchester, Glasgow, Dublin, London, Bournemouth. All the places. All the places. All the places, and it's going to be brilliant. They're, they're a great live band, and I, it's one of those that, you know, sometimes when you get like a midweek gig, it's like a Wednesday night, and you, want, you think, I'm not really sure I can be bothered with this. I want like guaranteed fun. I need like no question marks over it whatsoever. That will be fun. So that is it. 
Definitely. from me. <laughs> I'm going now. <laughs> well, you do. Back to you in your... the studio. <laughs> do you remember that time we did a, um, a yeah. weird like correspondent thing? <laughs> you were in a record shop getting eaten by an alien or one something. Day, we'll have to dig that out one day. Yeah. It was, I know which episode it was. Yeah, it, it was, was a record store record day, store, 2016. Yeah. Strange times. <laughs> Simpler times. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't got it anymore. <laughs> anyway, pick number two. Uh, pick number two is, funny enough, kind of one that... It's a band I really love, but it is a band that's had an album out recently that uh, I don't really know all that much about, but I know you do. So I'm not completely going to pass it off to you. But next up, we have Grizzly Bear. Yes. Who will be going out on tour very soon. So, latest album, Painted Ruins, out, I believe, this month. Yeah, like maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. And I'm a massive, massive fan. Like, really, really love this album. Previous albums, I've known like various songs off, but not, not known that well. But I think this, like cover to cover, is genuinely brilliant. Like, quite dark, quite moody. Um... But with uh, saying that, with moments of real lightness, but mm. yeah, great album. Because I've always used, to, I used to kind of put them in the same bracket as uh, not like when I say it, don't think, oh, they don't sound the same. I know they don't sound the same, but people like uh, Fleet Foxes and see, I always link them with Fleet Foxes, but I think it's purely a it's animal, an animal. <laughs> <laughs> grizzly bear and Fleet Foxes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, um, with. I maybe it's because they always come linked on like as related artists, but yeah. people like Beach House and uh, local natives. Yeah, I think they're all from a similar scene. Yeah, I think that's maybe why. Because if I if I listen to one of those artists, I'll always just listen to the corresponding one or the related artist for sure. And they always fit there. So they're doing a pretty big tour. Uh, the at the moment they're in America. They've got a few. Uh, gigs in Los Angeles at the end of this month. Then they're on they're on to Dublin, Manchester, Glasgow, O2 Academy, Brixton, um, on October the 9th, which is really close. Yeah, no, it's, really, it's, no, it's, it's not, not that close. <laughs> That's like a month. <laughs> yeah. Um, that sounds pretty cool. That's a, a I like Monday and I can't do that. Easily can't. influenced I am. You said it's really close. <laughs> I was like, it is really close. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it isn't. <laughs> um, just nodding along. Yeah. And what? then... Oh my god, they're playing Bex Hill, Delaware. Delaware Pavilion. That's yeah. a really cool venue. Have you ever been yeah, there? Yeah, my mate works there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Alright, mate. Get some tickets. Show off. Yeah, it's not that good. Friends in high places. They're playing at a place called Columbia Harley. Oh my god. <laughs> like, Tim can't pronounce anything, and I really want him to do this one. Okay, Sorry. let's go. October 13th, they're playing in uh, Netherlands. Yeah, let's you, say that. I mean, just... I know Netherlands. <laughs> just as a point of reference, have you forgotten how well I... Pronounce Rostam's surname. Yeah, after lots of deliberation. And I've forgotten how to say it as well. <laughs> oh, God, that one. Tivoli Redenburg. Tivoli Red. <laughs> Tivoli Redenburg. Right. Utrecht. It's an Ulrich. I don't really know. Utrecht. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then they've got a football team, haven't they? Yeah, they do. Um, that's how the only reason I know them. Uh, then we're back in Paris, and then off off to like Boston and Brooklyn. The amazing thing about tours is like, I feel like some bands have good tour guides, and some have like me if I were a tour guide. Tour guide, well, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> like a tour organizer. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll tour manager. Out, sorry, we'll shout shout out the, and we both know exactly who we're talking about here. The worst yeah. tour manager 
in well, the history of the thinking. planet. Should we say it on three? We haven't picked them, have we? No. No. So on one, two, three. Bon, bon Iver. <laughs> Christ, you're awful. <laughs> <laughs> I went early. But still, the, I'm not as awful as his tour manager. No. But, oh my God. What was it? Like Belfast, Blackpool... And then, like, Paris. Spain, and then America, and then... But the, the worst thing, like, how many times, like, we are, no doubt, talking to somebody, one of our listeners has got a Bon Iver ticket, and then it's been cancelled. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a good job he's not actually going to play any of these shows, because it's a shocking <laughs> <Yeah>. tour. <laughs> no no one ever, but we were looking at the Paris one, which yeah. I'm unfortunately away for, I think it's next weekend. And just thought, I'm not going to Paris to then find out he's not playing. <laughs> exactly. Because he doesn't ever play anywhere. I, yeah. I have no idea what they're doing. They don't do festivals. Like, I think there are some reasons why he had to cancel some British festivals, maybe personal reasons. But then he announced this big thing in Mexico, cancelled it. Oh, yeah, it was like, it, that it was, was like his thing as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. It, I, it's like somebody that I've just realised I'm never going to see live. Because I just don't think it's going to happen. Like, yeah, I mean, the James Blake is as close as we're going to get. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, I've seen him. Wow, yeah, I've I forgot seen about him. that. Yeah. Um, but I think that's... Funnily enough, Bon Iver was one of the ones I was going to choose, but I, yeah. I just couldn't because yeah. he probably isn't going on tour. Yeah. It'll be cancelled by the time this episode comes out. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's my next one, which is Grizzly Bear. Um do you know a song that we could play from this new album? I, uh, I will by the by the time we uh, come back for the next episode. I will know everything about this album. I like the morning something morning morning sound morning sound. That's morning that's sound. probably my favourite song from the album. Okay, uh, so let's do that then. Uh, morning sound by Grizzly Bear. I made a mistake. I should have never tried. I took the key. Sound by Grizzly Bear, which is my second pick. Ah, oh, that little accent's going to make my mum feel all at home down in the bloody country. <laughs> uh, Tim, next one, please. Uh, next one comes with kind of two throwbacks to earlier in the episode. I'm doing like a big loop here. Because number one, end of the road throwback. Number two, Fleet Foxes throwback. My choice is Father John Misty. Ooh. I saw him for the first time at end of the road and I was... Uh, staggered, like genuinely blown away. Like, I I couldn't really believe what I was watching. I, I was expecting it to be good, but not that good. Like I have never seen a performer be able to put so much energy into something, but also deliver the most note perfect vocals imaginable. An unbelievable, unbelievable vocal talent, and just like really charismatic just commanding this stage like sort of dancing around when it was required but also able to just um just stand still singing in the middle of like a, a quite a massive stage with a big crowd and just completely hold everyone like in his palm he's a master i was it was there's the two best performances i've seen this whole summer and this whole year by a long long distance are kate tempest and father john misty 
I was, yeah, astonished. Unbelievable talent. Um, and the fact that he's going on tour, I just, I just urge everyone to go out there and see him. Like, and this is coming from someone who I, I like his music. Like, I'm, I am a fan to a certain extent, but I'm by no means like a big, you know, avid listener of Father John Misty stuff. His new album, I haven't, I've listened to it once. I think, yeah. you know, I, I know the singles, but I don't really know it that well. I went there just thinking like this will be good, and yeah, couldn't believe what I saw. He brought like a full. To know maybe like 12 piece band big brass section like double bass all sorts of stuff going on um like a organ that's how Bonnevere does it yeah it was, it was just it was just absolutely brilliant um and he's really he was really funny like between songs but in a in a very kind of minimal way like he didn't say a lot he didn't interact with the crowd a lot but just enough to completely captivate you like I say, one of one of the best performers I've ever seen live. Um, uh, so he's going on like quite an extensive US tour at the moment. I think he's kind of in the middle of it right now. Yeah. Um, but then he comes over to these fair shores. I mean, I know we have international listeners, but let's be honest, we only really care about the UK. <laughs> UK for the UK. Um, so he goes Edinburgh, Glasgow, Cardiff, Manchester, London, London, Brighton. Really? Where's he playing in Brighton? Uh, the Dome. Dome, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he's off to Paris, Brussels, Utrecht. He's going to that place. He's playing at the same place Ooh, that we can't say. Maybe that must be a, a great venue. What, what date? Uh, November the 13th. Maybe there's a festival there. Yeah, maybe there is. Who knows? Anyway, he's going all over the place, and I cannot imagine there being... Why are you laughing? I cannot... <laughs> I know, I'm, to- I'm talking weird today. We've, we're out of practice, listeners. It's been so long since we recorded. I do it. Do that. <laughs> Anyway, um, I, like, I, I can't imagine there's going to be a, a better, more charismatic frontman out onto all this winter, autumn, whatever <laughs> seasons are, I don't know. <laughs> and the song I'm going to play is in a standout set from my years music watching. This was the standout song where I, I think I was just like open mouth, like a gasp. Like, I could not believe what I was watching and how brilliant it was. The song is True Affection. And it's fun to miss When can we talk with the face instead of using all these strange devices? Seems like you and I need to have a crazy conversation. So there we have it, on to pick number three. Please, Harry. Threezo. Right. Um, now I had... Uh, I didn't know whether to pick this person, but I have anyway. <laughs> um, the reason why is just because we've, you know, we talked about them quite a few times. Um, maybe recently. But uh, it is somebody that we are going to the tour of. Yes. Which is maybe the first time we at least know for certain that yep. we're going to see somebody uh, within the people we've said. But the artist is Bonobo. And we are seeing him November the 21st at 
Brighton, the Brighton Centre. The Brighton Centre. Of all places. The Conference Centre. Um, so, Bonobo is a artist, a musician. He is very good. He's had his... Uh, he's one of those funny... I've, I always find it hard to um, work out what tense... Or, tense? Is that the thing I mean? Don't know. What are you like, going to say? Bonobo sounds like a band, but you have to say he. It's the same as Fortet. Yeah. Like, you have to say he. Fortet is a he, but, like, yeah. I want to say they all the time. I always want to say they, but because I have seen what his live shows and stuff are, yeah. and I know how he works, then I just say yeah. he. But I get that with so many people. Um, so the album Migration came out at the beginning of this year, and we weren't, I don't believe we were massively fond of it. Not because we thought it was bad or or anything like that, but I think it just didn't capture our attention amongst a time when a few other big things were coming out. So it is something that I've listened to on and off since, and it's definitely a work album that I put on in the background. Um, I seem to remember feeling like it, I think we said on the podcast, that it almost felt like it had just come out in the wrong season. Like, yeah, the the vibes weren't quite right. But he always tours this kind of part as well. So it, it would have made sense, I think. For this to come out a bit later, um, especially with the kind of the sounds that are in there, yeah, and it's just something that he kind of does. That's the the feeling he captures. He's he's a bon Iver of himself. Yeah. Absolutely, um, absolutely, Dom. But you know, we're singing the right and centre. It's a pretty um, it's big, a big. It's a big room. It's a very big room. Um, I, I will just name a few places. Where is he right now? Oh, it's a it's a big old tour. This he's watching the X Factor, of course he is. So he's in. I think that is. Oh, he's in America at the moment, playing you know everywhere: Los Angeles, San Diego, Phoenix, Austin. I mean, this is a big tour. He's playing all over. Then he's got. Oh, I just want to see if he's playing at that place that everyone else is. <laughs> Utrecht. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Munich, Leipzig, Cologne, not Cologne. Spain, Netherlands, hey, Paris, Cologne, by the way, Australia. No, <laughs> he's yeah. I mean, it's literally everywhere until February. Um, massive tour. I didn't realize it was this big, but anyway, uh, playing at Brighton Centre, which is a big place. Yep. Like, what are you thinking about that? Going to see him there? I mean, it, that might be the biggest. Oh, I went to the Brixton Academy recently, which is big. But I'm excited for. It. I'm I'm very intrigued because it's. Not only is it a big room, but it's it, in some ways not an ideal room for a gig. Partly because it's really wide. Like I yeah. always find, like the the sound sort of gets a little bit lost sometimes at the edges, and it's quite hard to sort of play to the entire audience for certain bands at times. Mm. Um, also, no matter how big the crowd is, it always tends to be like loads of space at the back because it's that yeah. big that you really kind of even yeah. if you get a sellout crowd, they're yeah. still. You know, big. Yeah. It's a big old. It's a hole. real big standing area, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I, I'm really excited. I've. It's, it's also a room I like. I should say. Um, you know, I've seen Vampire Weekend smash it there. I've seen Kaiser Chiefs smash it there numerous times. Like when it's when it's great there, it's really really good because, like you say, there is a big standing area, so there's a lot of people who will bounce around when bands really kill it. Yeah. And obviously, this is a different kind of music, but I feel like it could be it is, really yeah. atmospheric and really when he brilliant. Because I'm really hoping... He'll play a lot of Migration, I'm sure, but I'm just hoping... You know, I'll be happy to hear a few songs from the North Borders, but I'm I'm going because I want to hear Kiara, Kong, 
and specifically Black Sands from uh, from the album Black Sands for sure that is just something that that's always stuck with me like first time I heard that album it was a it was no that was 2010 yeah I would have heard it 2012 13 so around my kind of uni years and um, wow that I didn't realise my uni years were that far back. <laughs> I hate that. Someone asked me the other day what year I graduated in, and I was like, 2012. 12? <laughs> what the fuck? I think I was six then. Why? Um, yeah, like, his music has meant a lot to me. Every time something comes out, I'll, I'll always kind of gravitate to it. Yeah. And there's so many songs that mean a lot to me. A lot of ones that I won't even know the names of because it, it was always, he's always had kind of atmospheric music that kind of you put on when you go out driving with all your mates or you I suck <laughs> going to McDonald's um, at the drive through or like in your lounge all late at night chatting and doing whatever uni students might do late at night in a lounge um, and I just can't wait for it like I've been wanting to see him for a long long time I was so buzzing to see him at Glastonbury because it was you know almost certain that he was going to be there just everyone was saying it it was rumoured for ages it was one of those strong rumours and it just never materialised and I'd missed him I think two years before that um he wasn't there sorry yeah. but um yeah I can't wait to see him and we snagged him for free so yeah boy <laughs> that helps yeah uh, so yeah I mean a song I don't know if I've ever played uh, Black Sands on I don't think you have. Hmm. Let's play that. Yeah, let's play that. Because that's the one that's really going to stick out for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is Bonobo from his first album, Black Sands, with the title track and last track, Black Sands. that was my final pick uh, Black Sands there from Bonobo Tim moving on to your third and final what are you going to give us who is on tour so my final one is a band that I I've wanted to see for absolutely ages um, and they've just come back with a new album it was a contender for being my highlight of the week the band is LCD Sound System who you know very very famous I don't need to tee up too much um, but they've just come out with an album called American Dream, which is really, really brilliant. Odd little thing, isn't it? Very, uh, not in a bad way. Um, yeah. Some 80s sounds in there. It sounds a bit like a kind of 80s cheesy. Yeah, there, pop, there's pop certainly sometimes. moments of that. There's like, um, I think there's like quite big Prince influences on it, which, mm. uh, you know, we've alluded to on the podcast before. It's certainly an artist I respect, but not necessarily a huge Prince fan by any means. Yeah. Um, but I I really, I really love this album. Like it. Dig it. Yeah, it just kind of flows along in this kind of slightly jaunty, off-kilter, dancey way. And like, um, again, it's just one that intrigues me. And they're they're a band that I've watched them uh, 
play live uh, like on video on TV uh, if you can remember such a thing um, and just looks like a big party essentially that's why I wanted to close my selections with one that's just you're just gonna be going wild dancing around um, I've seen Hot Chip live a number of times and I feel like they're very kind of related live acts um, yeah just big big tunes um and they're coming to the UK, which I think is a relatively rare thing. From what I understand, they don't tour that often. Obviously, it's been a long, long break since the last record. Um, I didn't even know this one was coming out. It just appeared. Did, did I? I, no. I'm, I think it might have been like a surprise drop. Well, I'm not I'm not completely sure. Um, they did in North Korea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you could hear you make that up in your head, mate. I've got to say it. Because no, I nearly said it a second before, and then I thought, don't say that. That's a bit out of order. And then I said it anyway. So hopefully... I can't let this go. Hopefully, uh, by the time this episode comes out, they haven't killed us all. And uh, Also, as far will... as we know, no listeners in North Korea. Good. <laughs> if there are any, fuck off. Oh, come on. No, <laughs> I will not come on. No, I mean the, uh, the citizens of North Korea. We shouldn't be getting here. No, they're vaguely complicit, I don't really know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Manchester, the Warehouse Project, on September the 16th. That is soon. I mean, we spoke oh, yeah, about a date that wasn't soon earlier. That's what I was talking about, the Warehouse. That was yeah. one of the last kind of ones. Two nights there. Uh, then up to Glasgow, the Barrowlands, two nights there. And then London for two nights at Ali Pali. Hang on a sec. I'm sorry to go back. But the Warehouse Project isn't a very LCD sound system thing. I don't really know. I always thought the Warehouse Project was just like house music. Maybe it's more broad than I thought, but... I've got no idea. I've never been there. Mount Kimby played there once. I nearly went, and apparently they were really good, but... Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Carry they're pl- on. They're playing there, uh, yeah, two nights at Ali Pali, which is going to be massive. Um, and then off to the USA. So, you know, Washington, Nashville, Atlanta, Miami, New Orleans. Everywhere in the US. And I think that's where the the tour stops they're not touring the rest of the world at the moment um but yeah again what i've tried to go for here is just fun nights and that it's gonna be a big party so the song i would like to play is oh baby lcd sound system that was LCD sound system and that brings to a close the comeback episode well what I'm telling you always have so many comeback episodes (laughs) technically next week it's a return to form (laughs) (laughs) we've been on form our entire lives there's almost definitely a tracks drinking game there with all the things we say yeah misnaming things I feel like in the early days we used to like say the same word over and over again what was it Inflex it or infuse it. No, uh, oh no, I know exactly because my mate picked up on yeah, it and he was like, You say that all the time. Um, no, it's when you refer to something. Oh, God, what was it? Amazing that we use a word so much that we now don't know what it is. <laughs> 
My point is, I don't think we do that anymore. I think our vocabularies have grown through this. My vocabulary is never growing. I don't. I've only got I think about seventy-six words, and like, I just use those. Well, how many words I know? <laughs> it's another podcast, listeners. <laughs> anyway. How many words do you know? <laughs> List them. <laughs> anyway, um, so all that's really left to say is thank you, guys, so much for listening once again. I have been Tim. And I have been Harry. And this has been Tracks. And we're going to take you out with a bit of the Beatles because what happens on a magical mystery tour stays on a magical mystery tour. <laughs> See you later. Ta ra. Ta-ra!